A South Korean couple mistakenly tarnished a half million dollar American piece of art when they painted over it. They thought they were allowed to do that as participatory art, and they made a big mistake, said Kang Wook, head of the exhibit at Seoul's Lot World Mall, where the accidental vandalism took place. The damaged 95 by 275 inch untitled piece was painted by a Harlem-born graffiti artist named John Andrew Perello before a live audience in 2016, and it is valued at a whopping $500,000. Arranged in front of the abstract opus were the actual paint cans and brushes used in its creation. They were considered part of the art, which may have given this aforementioned pair the wrong impression. Indeed, video footage shows the two impromptu impressionists picking up the tools and adding their own dashes of paint to the art. The video clip concludes with a close-up of the reimagined artwork, now sporting several ugly black and multicolored splotches. The artwork was splashed with paint by two people who apparently didn't realize that their contributions were not really appropriate. And after reviewing the video clip, gallery authorities apprehended this would-be pair of vandals, other place in the mall. However, they subsequently turned them loose when the gallery decided not to press charges, as the graffiti job appeared to be an innocent mistake. We're currently in discussions with the artist about whether to restore it or just leave it, said Kang of the damaged art. In the meantime, they've now corded off the exhibit with wire fencing and put up a do not touch sign to detour others from adding their own splashes of color. On the bright side, this incident has reportedly prompted a surge in inquiries about the display itself and this artist's work. It's Charlie. Thanks for listening to the Encouragers United Podcast. You know, today, friend, I want to talk to you about a very important person, a VIP, a person that is unique that is skilled, that is gifted and talented in specific ways, a person who is so special that there isn't anyone else in the entire universe just like them. They have the potential to change the world in small ways every day or even in big ways over the span of their life. They're truly a masterpiece of a creation. You know who that person is? That's right, that's you. I'm here today to remind you that you are unique and extraordinarily valuable person. It's you that are indeed this priceless piece of artwork. Yes, that's right. God created you. He created you just as you are. And he did an excellent job, didn't he? There's no one else like you. And that's a fantastic thing. You are truly a one of a kind. 
I want you to envision yourself as this wonderful and unique piece of artwork that I talked about earlier. You were created by the master artist. That's God himself. Listen to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, For we are his worksmanship. Workmanship, right? Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Did you catch that? You are God's handiwork. You're his creation. And you have a purpose to walk in. God has prepared good things for you to do and you and I need to walk in those things. There are way too many times when I know I've forgotten this simple truth. And I might have left some paints and some brushes out for just anybody to walk up, come along and start marring up my identity, covering over my uniqueness, or worse yet, trying to redefine or reshape who I really am. And I am so glad that you're listening today because if you've ever felt like you're allowing or even asking someone else to tell you who you are, I've got just the encouraging word for you. Before we get to it, let's take a little break and hear from one of our great partners. In today's fast-paced and busy world, isn't it really cool when you go to the mailbox and you get a handwritten note from someone that you love? That brightens my day. I don't know about you. And so what I've begun to do is to regularly write words of encouragement and cards to people that I love. And I want you to do the same. If you're so inclined, I use a wonderful brand of cards and stationery called EncourageEverybody.com. The folks there are producing a wonderful, high-quality stationery that is so simple, but it is very profound. The line of cards that I use most frequently uh, have a phrase and a saying on them, this word made me think of you. And on one side, it just simply has a, a powerful word like strong or friend or kind and I love to write these cards and so I encourage you to get on their website it's called encourageeverybody.com they have created a promo code for listeners of our show so anyone uh, if you go to their website types in charlie20 all capital letters charlie20 will receive 20% off on their order go check it out it's a wonderful company a small business uh, faith-based business that's looking to make a difference in the world and I love those products thanks another great passage that emphasizes some truth powerful truth about who we really are is found in Psalm 139 right everybody remembers this wonderful passage I love the whole Psalm but I want to zone in I want to focus in on some specific verses that are really powerful. It's verses 13 through 16. Let me just read it for you. Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. For you formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately, 
intricately woven in the depths of the earth. For your, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. I think we all can understand and be familiar with the first part of this passage. Or like, I realize and I can fully accept that God's creative process started for me even at the minute cellular level, right? Like basically when the sperm of my dad met the egg of my mom, that's me. But did you catch the concept that this psalmist, King David, in writing to us uh, captures in verse 16? The last part of this is really powerful and it's actually taught me some new truth that I didn't realize. Basically, let me read verse 16 one more time. It says, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. The way I read this now is that God saw the whole breadth of our lives. That's your life. And then he knit you together, right? God knew and saw all the days of your life before they even happened. And then he knit you together. Then he uniquely equipped you. He built you. He created you with those days in mind. You know, earlier in the psalm, when David says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, he's really said something powerful there. And we often go to the physical part of that creation, right? We want to talk about when life starts. And, you know, all of that is very powerful to talk about. But what I'm saying to you today is that God knew all the days of your life. He saw the breadth of your whole life. And then he put you together. And what that tells me is that he has specifically gifted you and I to handle exactly what we're going to face in our lives. And we need to remember that God has equipped us very specifically. And I think we get caught sometimes in our culture, in our workplace, in our schooling, you know, in our, in our culture, that we want to look across and, and and look at someone else's situation and say, I want to be like them. And, and, you know, some of that can be good because we inspire each other with our good works. We spur each other on and hold each other accountable. But yet when I leave the paints out in front of me and I allow somebody else to come up and start spray painting and defining who I am, that's not quite appropriate, is it? That's just like our funny story from Seoul, Korea. The artist left those paints out in front as part of the display, but it was misunderstood and these people walked up and they started to add something to the masterpiece. That masterpiece did not need any addition. And my point is for you, friend, that you don't need any addition. Now, here I'll emphasize this for you. I want you to seek God as your master artist, right? I don't know that I can define it myself. My identity was created by God. Psalm 139 reminds us that God saw the breadth of our life and then he knit us together. He's created a masterpiece. So here's what I want you to do. If this has struck a chord with you today, I want you to put a cord around your identity 
And this is only reserved for you and God. Nobody else is allowed to come in and grab the paints or the brushes and start to add or reshape or redefine who you are. This is between you and your creator. Because ultimately, when I know that I know that I know that God has created me to do the work that I've got in front of me, I can't be stopped. But if I let others derail me with their suggestions or their criticisms or their, you know, uh, judgments, then I've allowed them to paint over this masterpiece that will be lost forever. And I want you to be you. God needs you. He created you, right? And just as it said, I don't need you to be someone else. You know, don't be someone else. There are That person's already taken, right? So I want you to be you. And I want you to remember these two passages as we've talked about them today. And friend, this helps us to start where we are, to take what we have, and to do what we can. I hope this has encouraged you today. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope this has encouraged you. Once again, I want to hear from you. I'd love to interact with you. And there's a couple different ways that you can do that. You could actually simply just send me an email, charlesrgrimes at gmail.com. Another great feature is to go to the charlesrgrimes.com website, leave a voice message. There's an audio program there that you can actually ask a question, give me some encouragement. I'd love for you to introduce yourself. I may even use your audio clip in an upcoming uh, episode. Connect with me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Obviously look for Encouragers United or Charles R. Grimes. Come on in and join the community. Uh, Another great uh, way that you might be able to help me is to just screenshot this episode uh, and from the player that you're that you're using and share it on your social media accounts and uh, that that way we get the word out for lots of people who uh, you know may want to hear an encouraging word uh, you could leave a review or a comment obviously in the player uh, that you're using and I would love that I always go through those reviews and appreciate your comments and feedback I want to tell you lastly about another project that I'm working on. Some of you have started to follow the Verse a Day podcast. Uh, It's a daily scripture reading, a brief devotional thought, and a prayer. Episodes usually about two minutes long. It's a free audio compliment to the verseoftheday.com website. Verseoftheday.com is run by a a fellow pastor named Phil Ware and his team at heartlight.org. But they run verseoftheday.com website. And I'm simply producing his uh, content in an audio daily dose of inspiration. Please check it out and join me for this small but powerful reflection as I produce it on a daily basis. All in all, thanks again for listening. Uh, I would love to hear from you. Reach out and enjoy uh, encouraging and building each other up. Thanks. hasn't ever been a single mom that I've talked to who feels like she has it all together, that she's doing a good job and couldn't 
use just a little extra support. Hi, I'm Heather. I host the Shine.fm MomCast, and it is specifically for moms. It's a way to encourage you, to kind of give you a little bit of wisdom, and hopefully help you along this way of this journey that we've been given with being parents. So definitely check us out. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and just search for us in Shine.fm Podcasts.